You found it. No nonsense. No scripts. Real people on real issues. Hard hitting and action packed with logic, reason, and common sense. Everything you need and everything you've been looking for in a podcast. This is Dynamic Independence with Johnny Anderson, Bruce Adams, Marty Foster, and GP. Welcome to it. Awful slow news day today. How are you today, Bruce? Healthy and alive. Um, honestly, I think the slow news days is kind of uh, kind of cover in a sense, or lack thereof. They're not covering what's going on. I guess would be a more I, apt way of saying it. Yeah, I, I would rather, to be honest with you, I would rather just, I'd rather these people just go away. And if they go away and the world will just calm the hell down, then you know what? We can stop podcasting. <laughs> we can go back I, to I, a, I, a somewhat normal existence. I mean, we're still going to have things to fix and things to deal with, but we can go back to a somewhat normal way of dealing with day-to-day problems. I'm kind of glad they're showing themselves personally. Well, yeah. I, I guess if you don't, I mean, uh, <laughs> let me put it this way. We already knew who these people were, but they didn't have the mask off, so to speak. Now they do. Uh, and it's, I'd say that mask right now is about 95% off. It's not 100% yet. It's about 95%. Uh, and they're showing you who, the, I mean, they're really showing you who they are. They don't care anymore. They're just flat out in the open, don't care, doing it in your face. And they're mocking you. That's all they're doing. They're mocking you. They're seeing what you will put up with. Personally, I'm, I'm more... Um I preferred the old uh, World War II style fights to where you had uh, one team with one jersey and the other team with another jersey, and it makes it clear who your enemy is. I that prefer work, that though. than having civilian clothing. Yeah, but enemies, that doesn't work, yeah. though. That, that doesn't work, though. They tried that. They know that that method fails. It failed in the 20th century. It didn't work. And the loss of human life didn't help them. So uh, they decided this way would be a little bit more to their liking. They're still doing the same thing, though. I mean, they're clearly they are. wearing a different jersey. I yeah. mean, in this they case. Traded in, yeah, they traded in their Nazi uniforms for, for Gucci suits. That's yeah. all they did. That's all yeah. they did. And and now they're just doing everything else. They they bought they bought off all the media corporations, and they, they've taken the free market system, and they've captured it at the highest levels. They didn't need to capture everybody. They just need to grab it at the top levels. Same thing with the governments. You don't have to worry about going in and corrupting all these little tiny aspects of each party you just go in and you buy off the leadership and that's it that's all you have to do do as i say or i'll, I'll primary you more or less you know it's or but that, that's epstein. the thing yeah but, yeah epstein didn't kill himself that's yeah. the uh that's the thing though is we're sitting here arguing over like petty stuff and and governments and governments doing this governments doing that they don't care they don't care. It's not the governments at this point. Yes, they are an issue. They are an issue. But it's a it's a collaboration between big business, big pharma, and big government. It's those three things. They're all working together. And if one starts to get a little bit of heat put on it, you notice they pass the buck. They'll pass it mm-hmm. on to something else. So if the government's getting a little bit of heat on something, well, guess what? Uh, we're going to take a step back from that, and they'll put it on the companies. They'll put it on the corporations. The corporations will carry the ball for a little bit on whatever agenda for a little ways, and then they'll back off. And then they'll switch over to, I don't know, they'll go back to like the bureaucracy or something. Mm. 
sounds uh sounds kind of familiar with what's going on right now with the uh for example the covid passports uh you know we're not going to have any covid passports but if you're a private business and you want to do one that's okay uh-huh well right now they're saying well no uh the u.s government they're saying no uh we're, we're not gonna uh, mandate vaccines well what does that do that pushes it back on the businesses doesn't it you know yeah, we're not going to stop any business that wants to do it though so yeah they're going to put it back on the businesses but does it even matter to be honest does it even matter no the answer is no it doesn't why do i say that this came out today this is this is even the mainstream legacy media mainstream press that's all this is this isn't an opinion this isn't hyperbolic this is their own outlets reporting on this the ninth person from the new york yankees tests positive for covid despite the entire team being vaccinated bill maher right comedian bill maher from the hbo show real time with bill maher fully vaccinated guess where he's at right now he's at home he's got covid now why on earth would you go out there and listen to these fools that are on the television all these media darlings and all these entertainers and sports stars and all the rest of them saying oh well go out and take this because we want to keep everybody safe those people can go to hell every last one of them honestly We've already talked about it a bit anyway, the uh, the COVID vaccines, the the elite. We're not even sure they were getting the, the same vaccines we were. They could have been getting the official, like real vaccines. And we, the people, were getting the, the mRNA ones. Or they could have just been getting a saline. We don't really know. I mean, you don't even, when you go in and get your vaccine, you don't even truly know whether the vaccine you're getting is the Moderna, the Pfizer, the, the um, whatever the other one was. You, you don't even know. AstraZeneca. Yeah. You, you well, don't know which one it is. Technically. Even so, you don't know what's in it. You, you don't know yeah. what's in it. If you look at the inserts, have you seen the videos of those pharmacists and those doctors pulling the inserts out of the boxes? Mm -hmm. Fresh mm -hmm. sealed boxes. So they haven't been tampered with. They open the boxes up. They pull the insert out. Guess what? They're blank. You're going to take something that you don't even know what's in it just based on on some some fear porn that they're pushing on TV and on social media. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I'm not. No, no, I don't think so. Well, that's okay, Bruce, because, well, we're going to pay the price. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that what was said just about 15 minutes ago? We're going to pay the price for that. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. That Neanderthal thinking. The state of Texas, right? They went 100% open. They dropped all the mandates and all the rest of it. Guess how many COVID deaths they had yesterday? Yeah, they were they were dying in the thousands, obviously, because, you know, the science says that if you don't do the mass mandates and the, the, the lockdowns and everything, clearly, you know, everybody's going to die because this is such a dangerous, dangerous disease. Zero. Oh, wait, you mean like like zero as in like none? The, the number that comes before one. So like there's no there's no people left in Texas is what you're saying. They all died off. Already, right? <laughs> yes. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Well, well, we got the first reports after they uh, they went down the, the path of uh, Neanderthal thinking that three and a half billion people in Texas died uh, the next yeah. day because because they lifted all those mandates. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago in the UK. They had two deaths. Two, two COVID deaths, and the country still shut down. They had zero COVID deaths the next day after the two deaths, and they're still locked down. And now they're saying, oh, no, we've got the Indian variant here, and it's, it's, it's growing exponentially, and we've got to re-examine this, this June 21st lockdown lift and all the rest of it. Come on. Come on. I think you, anyway, I think you meant to say exponentially. Expo yes, exponentially. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. The the, you had to say that, didn't you? The New York Yankees. Yeah, well, our, our president says that's the way you're supposed to pronounce it. So, you know. Yeah, well, he's he said a lot of things that are that are very inspirational. Yeah. The, the New York Yankees have had another positive COVID-19 test 
this one involving a staff member. Manager Aaron Boone said before their game against the Orioles on Sunday. So he did not identify the staff member. Oh, no, you don't want to do that. No, in New York, all the media will crucify you. So he said that he was part of the team support staff and another staff member was not available because of contact tracing. Also, see, we got that. I I love all this stuff that see, you think that by following this stuff, this is somehow going to get you out of this this uh, this maze that you're in. No, the only way you get out of it is when you say, damn it, that's enough. And you stop on that point. You don't say, well, okay, we're going to take just a little bit of this over here. We're going to follow these things, but we're not going to do the rest of it. No, you get rid of all of it or you keep all of it. It's 100% or zero. Those are your only two options. It's zero or one in this case. It's a binary choice. It's yes or no. They always fall back when you when you mention deaths to them, when you when you bring up deaths to them, they say, oh, well, there's nothing to argue on that point anymore. So they drop back to cases. So you argue cases and then you start to say, well, okay, well, what about these cases? Because we've got all these cases, but they're approved by what? By testing. So when you argue the cases, they drop back to testing. And when you argue testing, well, then they go back to something else. They, they go back to like masks or whatever. You see, it's always a deflection and a redirection of something. And they can't get rid of any of it because the whole thing falls apart. You see, they're trying to backpedal on the mask thing in the US, but they're only doing it for <clears throat> the fully vaccinated. Well, if you're fully vaccinated, then you should be protected and you shouldn't have to worry about any of that stuff. We talked about that yesterday. That's how vaccines actually work. Traditionally, that's how they work. I know we're in the realm of not having traditional science and medicine and, and data and evidence being followed. I understand. But that doesn't dismiss common sense. Sorry. I, I know that politics get in the way of that. You know, unfortunately, that's just the, the rules of the, the universe, if you will. Not a single time and I was talking to Bruce about this before we started, not a single time have any of these governments, any of them, I don't care if it's the French, the UK, the the US, the Canadians, any of them, not a single government up to this point has said, do you know what? Maybe these tests might be off. Not a single one of them has said that. Maybe these tests might be incorrect. Do you know we've never had a standardization of COVID testing? All the tests are are different. They've all been made by different companies and, and different outfits. Huh. Well, if that's the the case, then you might get different results. Having a different, I'm not too against having different companies doing it. The the problem I have with it is we don't have a standard cycle rate and that rate isn't publicly known. Yeah. Yeah. Because each each country is cycling different. The Germans, the third largest economy in the world, the Germans, oh, you're going to be closed. You're going to be closed until they can bring you down. And that's what it's going to be. You're closed because your economy was somewhat up there on the world stage. They've got to bring that down. So you're up there with the U.S. and China. You've got to be closed. So they've well, been doing what in Germany? They've been cycling those tests at 45. That's the highest in the world. And by government decree, they've grabbed power away from the states because no one seems to want to actually fight for it. You can appeal to the courts all day long, but are the courts even going to hear you? So it's turned into a legal battle now. But if you've got 100 cases here out of 100,000 people, they close down your entire region. How is that for science? How, how is that for data? For people that claim to be science-based and and data-based and evidence-based, they're not following a damn bit of it, and they know it. They know it. Was it uh, was it Sweden, Norway? I don't know. One of those countries actually went through and followed the science and Sweden worshipped at the close. altar of yeah science, and they didn't close. And then they found that uh, you know that some of the rhetoric that kids should wear masks or be vaccinated or you know all the rhetoric was singing out of the rest of the countries. They were like. Yeah, no, there's no data supporting it. I mean, at the same time, that, that that same country is willing to like euthanize people if you are depressed. So uh, I'm not I'm not like 
saying they're doing everything right. But in this case, they're following the science. And I thought uh, the left was supposed to be the, uh, the party of the science believers and the right were the deniers. Bruce, but, they are following the science. They're following the, the science that's put out by the World Health Organization, the CDC, the FDA, the NIH. That's who they're following is their interpretation of science. That's political science. True. That not True. really not real like degree political science, but I'm just using it as a as a I mean, catchphrase, it, I guess. You are not wrong though. That 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 literally is their type of science they're going for is whatever the politician says. I'm reminded of what happened under the Third Reich with the Nazis. You had this crackpot lunatic theory of race science. And you, you know what I'm talking about. Even if you don't mm -hmm. know the in-depth history of what happened in Nazi yeah. Germany, you know that. The they had race, this, yeah. yeah, they had this this lunatic theory about the Ubermenschen, right? Everybody, you know, mm -hmm. and that, that's what these idiots think that they are, right? These, these people like Klaus Schwab and company, they just canceled their annual Singapore meeting today, by the way. I'm curious as to why. And I'm not talking about the cover story either. I want to know the real reason. But you had this theory that was put forth by these uh, lunatic Nazi scientists that you had Aryan blood that was a superior, you were, you were a superior race, you were a supreme race, all the rest of it. But the thing was, is there was never any scientific basis to it at all. They just simply espoused it. And if you were somebody in the scientific community or you were a doctor or, or somebody that worked in a field and, and you had the knowledge the scientific knowledge, the data to back up what you were saying, that these claims were nonsense, well, then what would happen? The Gestapo would come and take you away. And to be honest with you, we are there. We're, we're there. You've seen the videos out of Canada. What happens up there when a contact tracer comes to your house? They'll drag you out of there. You saw what happened in Australia. Same thing. We just had the pastor in Canada. The, the one that was calling the law enforcement Gestapo. They came mm -hmm. to his church twice, and the third time they caught him uh, out on the the highway, uh, they pulled him over and arrested him there with SWAT team and everything. Guns pointed at him, all that, because clearly this unarmed pastor is very dangerous. Yeah. Gestapo is the it's correct term. term. It's a correct term. I look at all this stuff and I think to myself, and I, I knew this a year ago when I, when I started seeing all this stuff, I said, you people have recreated the very system that you claim to oppose. You've recreated this. You've created the exact same system that you have diametrically opposed for the last 70 years. You've brought us full circle. And who's going to come and save you when your people's paradise doesn't pan out? You know, I laugh at these people that that say, oh, well, you, we, we have to get things like they had in, oh, I don't know, like the Soviet Union or something, or we have to have it like whatever uh, Marx wrote about. You know, we, we have to have the... Uh, the, the perfect society. Do you understand what happens to you in places like that? People on the, on the, well, I, I hate to even say the left, but I'm not exactly against socialist distancing. Are you? <laughs> socialist or social. Either so, one. Socialist distancing. I heard that one today. Yeah. No, I'm all yeah. for, I'm, I'm 100% pro socialist distancing. Yeah. I, you but, know, I'm, I'm for the, the socialist communist, the Marxist among us. I'm for just rounding them all up, putting them on a boat and shipping them out to the center of Australia. And just say, there you go. There's a bunch of land that's uninhabited. Go on, have your colony. Yeah, but then we're dumping them on the Australians. You know, I, I feel kind of bad about that. There's nobody that lives in the middle of Australia. Well, yeah, but it's only going to take them a matter of time. No, but Australia tries to kill you is what I'm getting at. And that part well, of the true. country country there in Australia, you don't make it. Especially yeah, that's, that's East true. type. So it was a... Yeah, I, I got you. Yeah, I got you. But I, I guess my point is, is that when you're a person that 
says, oh, well, we need to fight to make this a more fair and equal system. They're promoting a system of corporate fascism to you that's going to be communism at the grassroots, and it's going to be fascism on top of it. This is a nasty mix that the world's never seen before. That's why no one can see it coming, because they're selling you both ends. That's what they're doing. But they're giving it to you in all wrapped up in in fairness and safety and equality and all the rest of it, you know, all window dressing. That's all it is. All of it is window dressing until you start complaining. When you start complaining, oh, well, no, this is not what we wanted. What do you mean I can't drive a car? What, what do you mean I can't go here? What do you mean I can't buy this? What do you mean I can't watch this? What do you mean I can't say this? When you start complaining to the powers that be that you put into power, do you know what's going to happen to you? You goody two-shoes, liberal do-gooder types, you're going to get your gut stomped out and you're going to get dragged off to a gulag or a concentration camp, whatever, whatever you want to call it. That's going to be your people's paradise. Gulag, I think, is accurate. Yeah. So nine Yankees test positive. Good luck with your vaccines. New York, apparently a few days ago, wasn't going to reopen because your friend, Governor Andrew Cuomo, said that New York is not ready to follow science. So they weren't, they weren't going to reopen. But mm-hmm. he's had a change of heart. He's a good governor. Yeah, he, he's a good governor. He has he has compassion, you know? He, he has compassion. So he's changed his mind, hasn't he? Yeah. So beginning Wednesday, if you're fully vaccinated, you will be able to follow the CDC's guideline and basically not have to wear a mask in public. Masks are still required on public transit and nursing homes, homeless shelters, correctional facilities, schools, and healthcare facilities uh, across the state as federal guidelines. But as far as everything else, you know, if you're not in a federal building, um, which nursing homes aren't federal, so not sure how that one works, how they have jurisdiction over that one. But Nonetheless, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear them, except in those locations, apparently. Um, they've the had a mask for- mandate since April, by the way. Yeah, and it hasn't stopped. And, and they've had lockdowns for better part of a year now. And guess what? Made it worse. You actually have people moving to get the hell away from it. That's what you have. Uh, by the way, this is breaking. <laughs> Didn't see this one coming. UK press is reporting that the India variant will be the dominant UK COVID strain in the next few days. The COVID variant first detected in India is set to become the dominant strain in the UK within days. Experts, experts have said with the government and health teams struggling to contain cases which have risen by more than 75% since Thursday. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we had a personality, you know, a TV personality that just came down with the India variant. We just had nine Who? baseball players that came down with the India variant. So I'm being facetious. I was going to say. Yeah, uh, that's that's what their narrative is going to be, that the that's what they came down with. To go back to, to Cuomo and what he was saying, yeah? Uh-huh. Because I, I'd love me some Cuomo, obviously. He says that uh, we have to reopen. We have to reopen smart with a cautious eye. We have to get back to life and living, and we have to do it the New York way. Well, the way New Yorkers do it, which I thought the New York way was like, I thought they were tough and, you know. You know, I have a I have a clip here of, uh, you know what, uh, g- give me just a second, because that that really pisses me off. Well, while you're, while you're doing that, do you want to finish the yeah, statement ahead. he has here? All right. And then he continues saying, unvaccinated people should continue to wear a mask and social distance. But if you are vaccinated, you are safe. No mask, no social distancing. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. I'll take my chances. Thanks. You know, since you mentioned all that, I'm actually, I had to go back and I had to pull this, right? I I want you to listen to this. This is a compilation of Fauci, Nancy Pelosi, the New York City Health Director, and Senator John Liu from New York, right? So I want to play this and I want you to listen to this in the beginning. This is 
more than a year ago. This is January 21st of 2020. And I want you to hear the reflection between then and now. Obviously, you need to take it seriously and do the kinds of things that the CDC and the Department of Homeland Security are doing. But this is not a major threat for the people in the United States. And this obviously you need to take it seriously and do the kinds of things that the CDC and the Department of Homeland Security are doing. But this is not a major threat for the people in the United States. And this is not something that the citizens of the United States right now should be worried about. Was that something that we should have been worried about? I mean, looking back on it now, the sainted Dr. Anthony Fauci, who, by the way, is responsible for this entire thing. Looking back on it now, was he correct or was he incorrect? He was right in the beginning. And in fact, his first predictions... He actually nailed it on the head, saying that the, the fatality rate for this virus is probably going to be around 0.1 to 0.15 percent. Mm-hmm. He said that in front of Congress in the very beginning. And then a couple of weeks after that, he changed and started going doubling down and saying we have to wear masks and social distancing and shutdowns and all that stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Nancy Pelosi. Of course, when Trump stopped all the flights, oh, that was uh, he was a big racist and uh, it was all a mess. So what what they do? They started playing identity politics straight away. They went down to Chinatown, had a dim sum. Yeah, go have a dim sum with Nancy. That's what that's what it was. I, I'm not being facetious. That's actually what they call it. Take a listen to this. It's exciting to be here, especially at this time, uh, to be able to be unified with our community. Uh, we want to be vigilant about what it might be on the, uh, what is out there in other places. We want to be careful about how we deal with it. But we do want to say to people, come to Chinatown. Here we are. We're, again, careful, safe, and Come join us. I'm here. We feel safe and sound. So many of us coming here does not only say it's safe, but to say thank you for being Chinatown. That was the best thing that you could do. Just it's safe. It's wonderful. Uh, We welcome everybody. Come keep coming. They're playing party politics and they were playing identity politics from the start. That's all they've been doing. Now, why am I going down this road? Well, it goes to a a larger point that I'll get to after the rest of this audio. New York City Health Director. Was it the Easter Parade? Easter Parade is what it was. Yeah, the Easter Parade. Easter Parade, which never happened, by the way. She came out and said this. Listen to this. The risk to New Yorkers for coronavirus is low and that our preparedness as a city is very high. There is no reason not to take the subway, not to take the bus, not to go out to your favorite restaurant, and certainly not to miss the parade next Sunday. I'm going to be there. Correct or incorrect? New York City Health Minister. I mean, technically they were correct, but... Clearly, they were incorrect because uh, uh, they went and shut down everything. So, uh, you know, if they're following the science, you know, uh, they, they they were wrong at that time. They, they, they All the information hadn't come in yet. And, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, you were talking about uh, reopening in the New York way, right? And yeah, the, the tough people up there. And, and they are actually. They're, they're really tough people. Senator John Liu, listen to this. But there's really no need to panic and to avoid activities that we always do as New Yorkers. We are a hardy people. As an Asian American, I've been somewhat disturbed, if not outright appalled, at some of the comments or gestures that I have seen. Diseases originate from anywhere or from particular places in the world. Playing identity politics from the start. That's all it's been. But so, so you mean it could have showed up in some place like China? It could have, yeah. Why do we call it the German measles? 
uh, because it came from Germany. It's not a stab at German people. Why do we call it Ebola? It's not a dig at the people of Africa. It comes from an area down there where they have the Ebola River. So that's why we call it that. But again, they're playing identity politics. They're weaving it into the agenda that they were constructing at the time. And of course, the agenda played out later, became this massive operation of of fear and panic and hysteria. And when you're hit with these things, when you're bombarded with these things, when you have fear, panic and hysteria, when all of that stuff goes on inside your head, your ability to rationalize and think critically and logically have become non-existent. And so you become, I don't want to say demoralized, but that's kind of what it is. Because you become helplessly dependent on the people that are feeding you that information because you think that they are the experts and you're not. They are the ones that know better than you. So you listen to them. And my question is this, of all those clips that I just played, were any of them right? Looking back on it now, I said at the time that they said all those things that I was going to save those clips. This is another senator, state senator from New York. Take a listen to this. Same day, right after Senator John Liu. It's very important uh, that we recognize that this holiday and this festival is of tremendous uh, significance for many communities in our state. And uh, it is very important that we ensure that uh, we don't have misinformation. And many in the media have been covering uh, this issue uh, as if it's, you know, a terrible plague that uh, people have to avoid. Huh. Right after this, the hysteria and the panic went into overdrive. Yep. Raid never happened. No, it didn't. And the subway systems, we know what they did to those. First time in 100 years, they shut them down. Yeah. Well, this, they, they had to clean them, you know, because the, the, the virus could sit for nine days on, on metal surfaces. A New York City subway car. You're going to tell me that they're going to clean those. It's not possible. That is not possible. There's so many different diseases competing with each other on those surfaces that I don't know that COVID was, is your main concern there. <laughs> No, no, believe me, that's not your main concern. And you know something? That's not a dig at the MTA workers. Those people, as far as I'm concerned, they work really hard and they don't get paid enough for what they do. I have a lot of respect for the MTA workers. So I understand what they have to put up with. I get it. But you you can't. No, it's, it's a dig at the human race. The human, human race is pretty filthy. No, oh, that's true. Yeah, that, that's true. Not going to argue there. But you, you have all these different uh, agendas that were being played out in the beginning, but then it changed. Then it all changed. Why? Well, the agenda had to change. They saw, they saw in the initial stages, once they did the 14 days, once they got you to go along with that, the sky was the limit. So they got further into it. Now, now that they're a year into this, and of course, as soon as we started looking at what we talked about yesterday, all of the things involving Fauci and, and the World Health Organization, and a lot of that stuff started to come out later. We didn't know, for example, in the beginning, we knew that Fauci had those uh, had that gain of function transferred to China. And we know that that funding took place from Fauci's authorization to those labs in Wuhan. We knew that a year ago. We talked about it. But we didn't know precisely all of the steps in between. That has later come out. EcoHealth Alliance, Peter Daszak, his connection into the World Health Organization and all the rest of it. So that is new information. But now that we're so far into this, and now that all these things are starting to come out, at the time when those clips were first played here, we didn't know that Fauci had been responsible for this entire thing. We didn't know that. But as soon as we started to look into it, I, I mean, I, I remember I came in that day and I sat down and I said, Bruce, who the hell is this Fauci guy? Let's start digging on this guy. Mm -hmm. Let's let's see how far we can go with it. Let's see what this will turn up. And we started looking into all the stuff that this guy's been doing. He was a disaster during the HIV uh, AIDS uh, epidemic. It was terrible. It was terrible, all, all the stuff that he used to do. And now 
Now he's been up there on TV every single day. I mean, hell, they've turned him into this this rock star status, uh, whatever, holier than thou. He can't do any wrong. Can Dr. Fauci do any wrong? Can he do any wrong? I almost feel like we're stuck in a, um, I almost want to say like a totalitarian state where the, the great leader can do no wrong. Can Fauci do any wrong? According to the media, no. He's a saint. Although now, now that that ugly truth is starting to poke its way up to the surface, even the vested CNN has said, uh, well, we need to look into this. We need to look into to Fauci's involvement uh, in, into that, that lab. This guy has been in politics for 40 years. He hasn't seen a patient in like 20 some years. And nobody knew who he was. Like, he was not a household name. And then we have a flu that comes through and the Wu flu. Now everybody knows who he is because of the flu. Even he is not immune to the identity politic game now when it comes to all of the stuff involving public health. See, they've tied all that stuff in. Do you remember about six months ago, we were starting to hear the CDC say racism is a bigger public health crisis than COVID? It could have easily have been them trying to defend themselves from being burned down themselves. It could have been, yeah. Well, Fauci has now... Uh, jumped onto that that bandwagon. So here's Fauci talking about how now everything with the pandemic has, has been linked to racism. Let's listen to this. That some people of color find themselves in from birth regarding the availability of an adequate diet, access to health care, and the undeniable effects of racism in our society. Let us promise ourselves that our corporate memory of this tragic reality, that an infectious disease disparately hospitalized and kills people of color does not fade after we return to some form of normality. Some form of normality. First and foremost, he was reading from a script. I know that the listener, obviously, you can't see that, but he's looking down as he's trying to read this and where he says disparately, what he meant to say was disproportionately. Mm -hmm. We have to correct him because that's the terminology that they use because we see it all the time. Yep. That would be as a listener, that would have been where you would have, you you should have caught on that he was reading a script. He, he was doing a fairly good job actually for reading a script. He, he actually did fairly well. It sounded like his normal boring self. But the mere fact that they're turning this back over to, I mean, we know that COVID can't be pushed this summer. We know that they have to rapidly shift to something. We think that they're in the process now of trying to shift to climate change. But now you've got the likes of Fauci coming out, picking up on this identity politic, whatever, uh, pushing this this race narrative. It's disgusting that these people sit here and do this. That's disgusting. The mere fact that they're out there pushing that. I've always found the people that emphasize on race, this race, that those are usually the racists. You're being bombarded with messages in your professional sports. Say no to racism. Say no to, to discrimination. Say no to the, Those are things that are inherent in the West anyway. We say no to racism. The generations that came up that are the, the ones of focus now, the millennials and all the rest of them, we're, we're not racist. Hell, even our parents' generation, we're not racist. We never were. And now all of a sudden we are. It's just another strategy to divide and conquer. These people drive wedges apply pressure, create problems where there are none. It turns into a rigid argument that they can turn around and and use to block people up and divide people against each other. Politics wasn't getting it done anymore. People were starting to see through that. The Brexit vote, the first Brexit vote. When that happened, then you had Donald Trump. He popped up. Then you had Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson's been a disgrace through all this. So I'm not talking about that. People didn't vote for Boris Johnson. They voted for Brexit part two. His slogan was get it done. 
people voted to get out of the European Union and out of the globalist project. That's what it was about. So they couldn't use politics to divide people anymore. They don't have the majority. They are a loud minority that wants to convince the majority that they are the minority. They're not. We have the numbers. They don't. They know it. Look at the World Economic Forum. Look at Klaus Schwab and his, his group of cohorts down there. What do they always do? They bombard you with those same messages, don't they? Oh, we're, we're creating a fairer world, a more inclusive world. But see, what are they really doing? By wrapping it up in that facade and packaging it up to you and selling it to you like that, what are they really doing? They're cutting you out. No, we're, we're not going to use uh, shareholder capitalism anymore. No, we're not going to give you, the little people, we're not going to give you a part in that business. We're going to go to stakeholder capitalism. That's because that allows our people. See, if you're in good with the corporations and you're in good with the people that are behind the corporations, that's a stakeholder. It's not about creating a more fair world. Fairness is what we had. Inclusiveness is what we had. Pluralistic economies and pluralistic societies, that's what we had. They're attempting, I think they're finding it a little difficult, they're attempting to take us to a new era where they sell you everything that you've inherently had. And they say, oh, we're going to give it to you better. Yeah, build back better. Yeah, we're going to give it to you better than what you had it. Or you've earned your freedoms. You went and got vaccinated, so you've earned your liberties. You, you can have them back. It, it wasn't theirs in the first place to take. Uh-uh, no. We're governed by consent. And quite sadly, I have to say, the populaces in this respect have given their consent to be subjugated, as far as I'm concerned. You, the populace, have refused to stand up and to fight on certain things. And so this is what happens. I was having this conversation with someone the other day. It wasn't even really a conversation. It was more of an explosion because I'd had enough of it. And it was, why is all of this happening? You know, I had, I had someone come to me and they had that come to Jesus moment, <laughs> if you will. Mm -hmm. And they said, you're right. And I said, what do you mean? And they said, you're right. I said, about what? And they said, about everything. And I said... It's not that complicated once you understand what you're looking at. It's really not that hard. But it's not a matter of me being right. It's not that at all. As a matter of fact, I, I wish that I was wrong about all this. But I know and how these people... Coming, I, I agree with you, and I like to be right, so... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like to be right about things because it, it gives me an assurance to myself that I'm on the right track. But in this case, I don't want to be right about this stuff. I want to be wrong. I want to be that crazy, uh, you know, oh, that's 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 not possible kind of thing. You know what I mean? In this sense, because yeah. it yeah. affects everybody. But the next question I got was, well, why is this happening? And I said, it's simple. It's happening because people don't care. That's why it's happening. And the answer I got to that was, well, it, I, I care. I care. And I said, yeah, you care. But at the same time, you're only just now understanding this. You don't know really the worst part of it yet. You just understand that there's something that's not right. You're just waking up to the fact that something's wrong. And you don't know how far these sycophants are willing to take this. They'll take it to the end. They will. But it doesn't take away from the fact that more and more people are going to emerge like this. You know, they're going to start waking up little by little. But my response even still was the reason that this is happening. It's it's not because I understand that people don't care, but there's more to it than that. People have lives or, or what they consider to be a you know productive life or whatever. They just want to get back to their life. They want to get back to taking their kids to, to school or taking their kids to ball game or 
going to a, a festival or going to church or, or whatever it is they're doing, spending their days walking in a park. I, I don't know. Whatever it is that people do. They just want to get back to that. You see, people inherently, they want peace and quiet. They don't want to be bothered, most of them. And so they don't understand what's happening to them. But my argument to it was the main reason that this is happening, it's, it's part of what I just said. But the other part of it, the even bigger part of it, is people are too concerned about Netflix or getting their sports back or, or whatever. I saw a video that was taken on a, on a you know personal phone the other day, mobile phone, and it was a brawl. And I, I'm talking about like a, a street brawl of a soccer club or football club, whatever you want to call it, in Scotland. And it was tens of thousands of people out there in the streets, football fans out there in the streets, brawling, beating each other, smashing bottles over each other's heads, whatever, behaving like absolute degenerate animals out there in the streets. Why don't you people fight for something real? Why don't you march your sorry asses down there in front of government buildings and just stand there? Just stand there. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to get violent. Just stand there. People are not fighting for the right things. You get told what you should fight for. Well, then that's not something you should fight for at all when you're told what you should fight for. You should inherently know what it is you should fight for. I was telling Bruce before we started, I said, in order to understand what you're fighting for, you have to understand who you're fighting against. If you want your freedom, then you have to understand who you're up against and who stole it from you and why. If you don't know that, then you're just going to be sitting on your couch, flipping through Netflix, waiting on your HelloFresh to get to your door. So until I, more people... I, I, I feel... Uh personally attacked there because uh we did actually have hello fresh there for a while <laughs> to be honest with you i've got a hello fresh delivery coming on thursday <laughs> it has some pretty good stuff in there yeah some of it's not bad but yeah. but i honestly the the only reason I, I i got a discount voucher so why not but i i guess the thing is is like people are people are so concerned about things that don't matter you're getting bullied you're getting lied to you're getting i guess tricked into all kinds of things that you otherwise wouldn't do. The average public right now, the average person out there on the streets, whatever, they're in no kind of condition to be making any kind of rational thought about anything right now. They've been so beaten down and demoralized by these freaks on TV and in the entertainment industry and in politics and all the rest of it by these know-nothings that you're not in any condition to be making any kind of a rational decision for yourself. It is so difficult for even someone like myself to sit there and rationally try and think this out without blowing my stack every single day because I know who these people are. I've been studying them for 10 plus years. I understand history. I'm not an expert. I'm just a novice. I just dabble in history. I think it's fascinating. But in order to understand what you're fighting for, you have to understand who you're fighting against. And you have to think like these people think. You have to. Otherwise, you're lost. The whole thing's lost. The whole thing becomes irrelevant. And we go down a road of a thousand years of darkness. If you don't know what you're fighting for, you don't know who you're fighting, forget the agendas that get put out on the TV. As a matter of fact, do yourself a favor. Turn that, that BS off. The person that came to me the other day and told me that I was right about everything, you know what they stopped doing? They stopped watching TV. They turned it off. They said, well, I only watch about five minutes a day just to catch the headlines. I said, that's, that's enough. That right there should be enough to just turn that off. Get rid of your social media and all the rest of it. Everything there has been taken over and monopolized. You can't, unless you can see through it, then there's no need to be on it as far as I can see. We did a podcast a while back on the structure of socialism. And make no mistake about it, that's what we're dealing with. Right, left, whatever you want to call it. I don't care. I don't, I don't play in left, right politics. I play in what I see. But when we did this podcast on the structure of socialism, at the end, I said that people have been intellectually disarmed. Over the last 
50 years, very heavily over the last 30 years, you've been seeing the infiltration of our institutions. You see, back in the in the days after the Second World War, we entered what became the Cold War shortly after that. And so the enemy was communism, right? Soviet Union. That was the enemy. But as that wall came down, oh no, 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 there, there's there's no more there's no more communists anymore. There's no more enemies anymore. What'd they do? They went into academia and they started twisting everything. They started changing the way that that we perceive the world. I don't remember coming up in any of the education that I had, the, the main line. I mean, I went to public schools and all the rest of it. I don't remember coming up in any of that education system being warned about the dangers of Marxism. Oh, we were told about uh, the evil Nazi regime. Of course. Yes, that was disgusting. But we weren't told about the horrors of the Soviet Union. Why not? I, I, I actually don't even remember the horrors of uh, the Nazi. Uh, well, Nazis. I, we had to, like they well, didn't teach that in school. Okay. I, well, I, we I had learned to, it outside. Yeah, yeah. Well, we watched. We had to watch Schindler's List uh, in school. Ah, uh, so yes, we kinda, we, yeah. It, it could have been uh, the the timing. So I I had transition between schools and everything. So between states. So it might have been something to do with state curriculums. Uh, eventually, I went into homeschooling as well for my high school year. But yeah. So I I, I may have honestly just missed it by by that, but. By the time I was in middle school, I already knew all about that because um, mm. my grandfather is a very, very patriotic person, ex-military. And so I, I had, you know, we I yeah. knew about it from him. And see, that's the thing, you know, my, my grandparents as well, World War II. And so 30 years, they started to do this. About 30 years ago, they started to introduce this into like the school system and academia and all the rest of it. But then over the last 10 years, it's been really heavy. And why has it been really heavy over the last 10 years? They had to wait until the greatest generation were mostly gone before they started this BS. So all of the World War II veterans, all the rest of it, the people that wouldn't have put up with this garbage had to wait until they were gone to start on this. And now they're just making up for lost time. The Brexit movement, which didn't go away, by the way, the Trump movement, which I wouldn't call it that anymore. I'd call it the MAGA movement, the America First movement. That hasn't gone away. If anything, it's gotten stronger. Same thing with the Brexit movement. If you think that that's gone away, you sorry sacks down there in Davos, you got another thing coming. That hasn't gone away at all. As a matter of fact, your garbage policies, your BS policies have made people wake up even more. You've got people of left, right, center, every race, color and creed out there protesting these lockdowns and these vaccine passports and all the rest of it. And you can't stand it. So you have your lemmings in the media ignore it. And instead, what do you give them? Oh, uh, pro-Palestine marches. Those have popped up all of a sudden. Hell, those aren't even Palestinians out there that are marching in the streets in Canada and in, in, in Germany and in France and in the UK. Those are a bunch of weird white people that are out there marching for that stuff. They don't even know what the hell they're out there marching for most of them. I guarantee it. Or they've been fed a rotten narrative. For example, the the mainstream pushes the agenda that Israel's the aggressor, that they're occupiers and all this kind of stuff, right? They're, they're the, the bad guys. A lot of this started um, because of, I mean, you look at the previous wars that they've been in. They were all defensive wars. Uh, the 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 uh, radicals were going after them and they defended themselves against them. Um, you know, the Six Day War. For example, the the recent stuff that we've seen with Gaza. I mean, they go in and they fire rockets at Israel, so Israel hits them hits them back. It, it, it's a uh, honestly, the Palestinians wouldn't even have the Gaza Strip if it wasn't for the previous prime minister, which I've I've said it before. Um, he originally was going to give it to the Palestinian people, uh, show the world that the Palestinians want they don't want peace. It's not good enough to give them some. 
they want the complete eradication of the Israeli people. And he was going to show the world that and then go in and take it back and, and you know, defend the... But he, uh, he went into coma and uh, this is uh, years ago. Of course, that's how you got BB. And uh, so now you see how that's going. Yeah. This, this last week was the worst uh, that it's been in recent history. They've, they've had over 3,000 rockets in the last week. So, But again, it, it's an agenda that's being played out. And, and you notice that it's distracting from what? The failed vaccine policy. See, they've hit a plateau in vaccinations. They've already, as I said yesterday, they've already picked all the low-hanging fruit. They've already gotten all that out of the way. So the people that's, that are going to go out there and they're going to take those experimental whatever, those people don't need convincing. All you have to do is just tell them to go out there and do it, and they'll do it. And so now what's happening? They're not going to come after the skeptics or, or whatever you want to call the people that uh, can see through this, like ourselves. They're not going to come after us just yet. They're going to go after your kids. And so they're ginning up this conflict over there, in my humble opinion, uh, and they're bringing it here across the U.S., across the U.K., across Germany, across France, to distract you from the fact that they're going to hurt your kids. That's my opinion. Whatever happened to the days of informed consent? Do you know how many laws these people are breaking right now? The Nuremberg for your Code. Safety. Yeah, the Nuremberg Code, the Geneva Convention. Any of these things ring a bell? No, they didn't learn about it in schools. Again, as I said, in order to understand what you're fighting for, you have to understand who you're fighting against. And I still think there are a lot of people out there there are a lot of people out there. They do see that there's something wrong, but they don't know what they're fighting for. And they certainly don't know who they're fighting against. Otherwise, they would know that. They would know both of those things. And they don't. People that are just waking up to this, you have to be patient with them as difficult as it is. And you have to slowly try and give them the correct information. Otherwise, they're going to fall right back into it because it's going to become too complicated and they're not going to mess with it. And they're going to go back down into that. But here's the thing. As I said a few days ago, and I hate to keep you know harping back on this, but the people that are looking for information, they're already looking for information. The ones that have already gone down that road and are committed to whatever. I mean, I'm seeing some of the sorry sacks that they're putting up there on social media, getting their vaccine selfies and all the rest of it. There's nothing you can do with that. There's really nothing you can do with it. They, they look like bona fide cult members is what they look like. They do. They do. I, I, and I'm not, I'm not being uh, condescending here or anything like that. They look like they are just gone. And so there's nothing but they are, can, though. Yeah, there's nothing you can do with that. They're cultists at this point. I mean, it is a cult when you look at it. They're, they're not they're not adhering to science. They're not adhering to facts. They're adhering to a belief system that the uh, graders or their elite are telling them what to do. And they just buy it and then go right, right, right along with it. You, you can't convince them out of that. How do you get somebody out of a cult? How do you convince someone to get out of a cult? How do you do that? And of course, now you, you've got all the, I mean, all the telltale signs of it, the shunning, the shaming, the cutting off of uh, businesses and, and shutting you down and all the rest of it, the, the bombarded messages of, of one-sided views. It, it's almost like Scientology. I, I hate to make that comparison, but that's kind of what it is. I mean, if you look at some of the Scientology propaganda, it follows right along the same lines. I had mentioned this a while back, the uh, uh, the uh, what was it? Uh, the it was the the cult that Jim Jones had down there in Jonestown in uh, mm -hmm. in Africa. The same kind of thing, same kind of deal. I don't know if you watched that documentary or not. Just the important parts of it. But what it was, this guy basically got people onto this reservation and cut them off from the outside world. 
and continually hammered them with propaganda. Oh, I care about you. I'm the only one that cares about you. Those people back there, they don't care about you. Our way is the way we're all about this community here. We're, we're trying to keep everybody safe. We're trying to keep everybody together. And the whole thing just became a madhouse into uh, unto itself. If you follow the edicts that's, w- that were promoted there and you compare it to COVID, it's almost a dead on match. Now, here's the thing. As I said, they've already picked all the low-hanging fruit, right? They've gotten everybody onto the reservation there, right? Now they're trying to drag more people into it. Yeah, trying to drag more and more and more into it. But when that fails, what happens? When a cult fails, what happens? Two things. Well, specifically the one you're referencing there, Flavor Aid. It's uh Yeah. Well, in this case it's vaccines, isn't it? Yeah. But the thing is is what I I guess to the the point I'm trying to make here is is what happens when a cult fails? Two things primarily happen. First, they kill all their followers. That's what they do, right? Oh, we're all going to be set free. I'd rather I'd rather go this way than than be a, a, back to that system that doesn't want you and all this. And what's the other thing that happens? The leaders that lead their flock to ruin, they run like the little cowards that they are. Or I guess there's a fork to that one. Or they're so cowardly that they can't take their own lives with all the rest of their idiot followers. So they have someone else do it for them. And that's it, that that case. That's what Jones did. He was so much of a coward. He couldn't even do it himself. He had to get someone else to do it. But what happened to the guy that bankrolled Jones, the Jim Jones call? What happened to him? Oh, he ran. He was there at the end when they had all the, uh, you know, the Kool-Aid mixed up and, and all the rest of it in the compound. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, he went to the guard on the on the edge and he said, no, no, no. Now, see. Uh, uh, Jim wants me to, to tell everybody what happened here. So he, he told me I could go ahead and go. These people that are out there that are following these people's edicts, and that's what they are. They're, they're edicts. They're not, they're not following science. They're not following data. None of the rest of it. They know it. But the people that they have following them, their cult members, they don't care about you. They never did. They never will. What is that? Let's get theological here for just a minute here in the, in the last few minutes, because I, I think we can make a comparison here. Maybe we can tie this together. And I, you're, you're more of an expert in this area than I am. The devil wants you to beg him, does he not? He wants you to take it upon yourself to do yourself harm. Is that right? Uh, basically, uh, the the devil sees himself as God, like the rightful, if you will. He sees that um, God, the father, the creator of the universe um, was at fault or wrong for creating the human race? Satan showed that humans were essentially flawed, and now he's set out to show that not only is humans flawed, but God is a liar, and that's that's basically so. Basically, what he wants is you to worship him. Basically, you to self destruct. That last part you just said right there. He wants you to self destruct. Mm-hmm. He's not going to self destruct you. He wants you to do it to yourself, right? He doesn't have to do anything now. I mean, at this point, sin's already... The, the thing is, when you follow the... Uh, as Christians teach, sin came in because of Adam and Eve, right? So now... Correct. We, we have to deal with that. Every every human being that's born is born from sin, right? So that's the standpoint. So everyone is at a, like, born a sinner. Um, so technically, he doesn't really have to do anything else uh, to, to, to instigate people into doing sin. You're... You crave that to begin with, like that that's part of your flesh, as as it's said in, in Christianity. So you will self-destruct. So if evil were to take hold of whatever, you know, whatever the situation is, in this case, we're talking about the uh, the people that go out there and blindly follow all of this, because let's be honest, these people that are running the show here, that's evil. That is 100% pure evil. Make no mistake about that. Is it me or do they want 
their followers to self-destruct? Well, uh, when you look at their agendas, like um, population control and having people under their thumb, if you will, because they're going to create a better, more just society. Um, yeah. Right. The easiest thing to do would be to have you self-destruct so that they can keep their hands clean and not damage their image for the rest of their cult members. Uh-huh. Of course, the cult members at the same time, when you when you look at cults, the cult members at the same time will excuse the leaders rationally saying, well, they did this because this, 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 right? So, well, they, they killed off those people because they weren't true followers, you know, or, or something on those lines. Right. Well, here's the problem, and maybe this is an unforeseen set of circumstances, or maybe they've worked this in and we're just not seeing it yet, but they're going to get rid of all their idiot followers, and then they're going to have the critical thinkers left, and that's going to be a real problem for them. Because when you start turning that agenda onto the critical thinkers, you people are going to have a real problem on your hands. It, now, it we've makes been... no sense. They, they, their, their whole, like, why would, you, you would think you would go after the critical thinkers first, get them out of the way, and, well... Maybe you, maybe they were looking to see if they could, honestly, because let's look at it like this. We know that the political class, the elites and all the rest of them, so-called elites, we know how disconnected from reality they actually are. Right. Maybe they think, and, and I could be wrong, but maybe they think that a majority of people really are that stupid. Maybe they think that. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It could be that. It could also be what they're doing now. It, it seems like they're kind of, they're, they're basically testing the waters. They're seeing how, how many people will jump on board with their cult, I, I think is what's going on with, with you know, but it's the same, the, it's the same loonies though, as the, as the climate, like the extinction rebellion, and all that. it's the same lunatics as before. It's just well, now they've, you've gotten more though. You've gotten more with the COVID-19 stuff. I mean, yeah. Uh, look at how many people are out wearing masks and look at why is New York like, why wasn't there more pushback on New York when Cuomo said, I know what the CDC said, but we're going to you know, double down even more. Now, he's since retracted that. But where was the protest? Where where were the people that were supposed to be the critical thinkers in all of this? So, I mean, they've learned a lot through this. They've learned that they can basically enslave you as long as you keep your Netflix, your your Grubhub, you know, your your whatever, your HelloFresh, as we were talking earlier. Grubhub as long as you can keep that. Grubhub's what I meant to say, not HelloFresh. Thanks for correcting me. That's as, what it was. Uh, yeah. I couldn't yeah, okay. think of it at the time, so I just said HelloFresh. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a similar similar idea. You have your food delivered. As long as you keep those niceties and you can, you know, continue life. They found that uh, that works. I mean, look at China. Their populace is able to get a job and have the big screen TVs and, you know, the, the video games. And yeah, but the that's capitalism. And it's not, that's, that's because of capitalism. That's not, it's, that, it's, well, yeah, but they're controlling it. They're, they're allowing a little bit of capitalism in so their populace stays subjugated. See, they, they found that as long as you keep their bellies fat, they don't care what 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 rules yeah, you put they on, impose upon them. Yeah, I I agree, but the the problem now becomes uh, they're going to alter you to the point to where you're not going to be eating what you think you're going to be eating. They're talking about making you eat bugs and weeds and drinks drink sewage water. But okay, you couldn't make this up. You could not make this up. I saw this this afternoon. Since I just said that, can you look up <laughs> Wisconsin allows corpses to be added to the wastewater 
So if you're a COVID-19 corpse, you can now be cremated and dumped into the mm. wastewater. Water That's not a joke. Yeah. That is not a joke. Wisconsin Senate approves water cremation for human use. That's not a problem or anything, is it? Uh, let's see. Bill allows dead bodies to be uh, dissolved with lye and poured into the sewer. <laughs> God, you couldn't make it up. I mean, I mean, to be fair, you, you technically already are, are eating food that was grown from the corpses of humans and other living animals, you know, beings. So, I mean, well, Bruce, the, the, I, the atoms that make you up is probably atoms from another human being. You know what? From, when, I, when I want to grow a garden, I don't typically want to go and pick out a plot in the cemetery and grow it there. It, that, that's fair. I, 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 I understand. Uh, but my, my point is, is there's been so many things that have died on the, the ground over the years that you're eating something dead anyway. Like that, that you know, you're, you're it's unavoidable. Sorry, I just got a Matrix feeling when I saw that thing, you know, liquefying the dead to feed to the living kind of thing. You know, I, I you know, you know, soil and green, you know, it's people. I, I am not for it. I don't like the idea. You know, we, we kind of it goes against traditions in that you, you typically respect the dead and, and you know, have a proper burial and all that. That's kind of a... I, I don't personally subscribe to that idea, just the burial and all that. The funeral is for you, the living, not the dead. You know, I have to admit, it's been a really off-script conversation. Well, it's, they're always like that, but it's been a really off-topic day today. You know, I was going to even talk about Chelsea Handler. since we, I mean, we were going to lead with that because we were talking about the Yankees and Bill Maher and all the rest of it. We never got to it. I was sitting here saying it was a slow news day. And yeah, was, I guess maybe we just don't need to pay attention to that so much. But um, it's uh, yeah. anyway, well, Chelsea Handler, oh, guess what she did? She went and took her second COVID vaccine, uh, the Moderna one, if you're wondering. And guess what happened to her? Oh, she's a she's a hot mess behind the steering wheel of her car doing a little uh, video on uh, what I, it's, I think this is Instagram or whatever it is. Yeah, Instagram. And uh, she's she's got a little bit of a problem. Uh, she she's deaf in one ear after about 15 minutes of having that COVID vaccine. I, I don't know what to say to you. T sorry, lady. Uh, you, you decided to go out there and do that. So you got to reap the consequences of it. That's just how it is. Anyway, so for those of you who have not signed up to our Telegram channel, get over there, get signed up to us. We put out all of our podcasts that we do here every week. And we also do an exclusive podcast only to our Telegram subscribers. So get signed up to us over there to get that exclusive. You don't want to miss last Friday's exclusive. That was really good. Uh, with Marty. So you might want to check that out if you haven't listened to that already. So get signed up to us there. Also, if you want to reach out to us, you can do so anytime by dropping us an email at tips at dynamicindependence.com. And we would ask you to pass this along to friends, family, known associates. We are trying to grow, but we do need your help in order to do that. So if you could pass this along, we would appreciate that. We are available everywhere you get your podcast. Also, if you're rating podcast, if you could give us a rating when you get a chance, that would be fantastic as well. Five stars would be a plus. Thank you very much. All right, that'll do it for today. Thank you for being here today, Bruce. Thank you to all the listeners. Everyone have a great evening.